Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today I'm on the road in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Have you ever been to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? You haven't? Guess what? Me neither. Mean. Wow, I can't talk. Me neither. Today's my first time. Let's start off the show. Follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO. Facebook, you can find me the Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok. At the Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right. This one is, this episode's gonna be a Jesusito episode. Um, but I feel like it's gonna be a soccer heavy um, podcast. At least that's what I'm shooting for. Right now, off camera to my left, the TV is right there in my hotel room, and the World Cup is on right now. Belgium is playing Canada. Belgium is up 1-0 in the 78th minute right now. Um, I've been watching some of these games. Uh, Argentina, what, I woke up for this trip. Yesterday, I woke up, Argentina lost. 1 0, no, 2 to 1, 2 to 1 to Saudi Arabia. Insane. When I saw the score was 1 0, I started getting ready and then I was almost on my way out of the house. And I told Ali, I said, Oh, weird. Saudi Arabia just scored two quick goals and they're up. I was like, mm, Argentina will beat them. I drive to the airport, I get to the airport, and then I see final score, Saudi Arabia 2, Argentina 1, and I went, uh, okay. Jorge even uh, sent me a text, and he's like, yo, did you see? And I was like, uh, yeah, fucking insane. I'm not, I'm not a fan of where the World Cup is being held. In Qatar. Um, the reasons why I'm not a fan is because it's, it, it's crazy that, not crazy. I like to say crazy at first, but then I think about it and then I have to really think about what I want to say. I think it's silly, ridiculous to hate a group of people because of who they want to love, who they're, and I'm specifically talking about um, how some of these teams in Qatar, they were going to wear the one love armband with the rainbow. And the Qatari government was like, absolutely not. We don't like the gays, and that's unacceptable. Which is very, it's stupid. It's stupid because Qatar, in their bid for the World Cup, even though we all know what, I think 14, 14 out of the 15 or 14 out of the 16 people that voted where the World Cup uh, was going to be played, Again, 14 out of 15 or 14 out of 16 of those people 
were all charged with bribery. Like they were taking bribes from the Qatari government, from the Qatari people who were part of the bid for the World Cup. And they've all been expelled by FIFA and they've all been banned for life. Uh, so when people say, oh no, Qatar didn't buy the World Cup, the fuck they did. They have no business hosting this event. This event is for, for the world. Any and everybody that wants to go to this event should go. They shouldn't have fear of, <clears throat> oh, if I go with my partner, they're going to get pissed. If I wear a rainbow this or that, they're going to get pissed. Um, and then comes the part where, and this is, very, this is secondary. I mean, not even secondary. It's like 10th on the list. Um, two days before the World Cup, Qatar said, oh, we're not going to sell beer inside the stadiums. Which is stupid because, again, in their bid, they said, you will be able, like, they know what comes with hosting a World Cup. Or, right? They know what comes with hosting a World Cup. There's all kinds of things that they don't agree with religiously, and that's fine. That's fine. But to lie and say, we're going to, everybody's accepted. We want everybody, everybody to come. We want everybody to have a good time. Yeah, you know, they tell Budweiser, yes, we're going to sell your beer because you're the official sponsor, you know, here and there and wherever, wherever it is, you know, you don't have to worry about coming to the, you know, having us host it in our country and not, and us not following with tradition, for lack of a better word. So two days before the competition starts, they said, no, you can still buy beer at the World Cup. There's apparently designated fan zones, I believe, at some hotels. I don't know if all, but I know at some hotels, because Jonah and Frankie are at the World Cup, and man, have they seen some fucking great games. And they're still, they saw today, what, they saw the Spain-Costa Rica game? They went to that one. I think tomorrow they're going to the Brazil game and the Portugal game? I believe, or maybe Brazil, just Brazil. And then they're doing the U.S. and England, and then they're going to Argentina, Mexico. So they have some fucking, like, they're seeing some amazing games. And I know I've been watching their stories, and, you know, they're getting, they're getting beer. So it's not, it's not that you can't have beer at all in the country. That's not it. It's just when you tell somebody, when you tell as a country, you tell FIFA, the World Cup tournament, hey, we're going to, we're going to, yeah, that's fine. You're going to be able to do whatever you're able to do anywhere else. And then to go back on your word, and I've seen a lot of comments online, and I don't, I don't pay attention to all the comments, but just a couple of them have said that I've seen, that I've glanced at have said, you know, you shouldn't be going to the World Cup to get drunk. You shouldn't be going uh, to drink beer. You can stay home, which I agree with them. Um, then they say, you know, what, what kind of person are you that you have to have a beer to watch the game? 
you know, you don't have to drink to have fun. And they're 100% right. You don't have to. And I agree with them. But that's not the point of this. The point is, oh, and some people were saying, well, it's their country, they have religious rules, and we should respect it. Again, fine. But you said, the Qatari government, whoever said, Qatar said, none of that will be a problem. It's okay. And they said, well, but you understand that? Yeah, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And the reason why I know it has nothing to do with religion is because if you have a box seat at any of the stadiums. And I believe each box seat or suite comes with a price tag of about $20,000. If you pay that money, you're able to drink in your suite. So is it that they're so stuck on their religious ways? No, they just want money. It's all about money. It's always, always it, this, this has always been about money. But it's sad because it's like, well, you can't drink, but for the right price, you can. That's fucked up, man. That's stupid. And then there's been multiple reporters that have been getting harassed in Qatar. This one, I don't know where he's from. I want to say Danish, but I could be wrong. Uh, this reporter, he had the One Love armband with a rainbow. And a cop comes over and tells him and demanded him to take it off. And he said, no, I'm not taking it off. And then I think a day or two before the World Cup started, there was a Danish reporter. He was filming somewhere and some officials came up to him and, and were like, no, you can't film here. And they were giving him a hard time. They're harassing him. They like grabbed his camera. They didn't break the camera. Um, but they were giving him a hard time, and he's trying to tell him, like, hey, look, these are the credentials you guys gave me. You got, like, I can film wherever. Like, you guys told me I can. Like, here's, here's, here's my credentials. And then the next day, I think FIFA and the Qatari government were like, oh, we're sorry. And it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't come to that. Grant Wall, an American soccer reporter, he's over there. And when he was going into the game, the U.S. versus Wales game, he had a rainbow shirt on. I don't know exactly what it said, um, but his, he, was, he was telling the story, and he was saying that he wasn't allowed entry into the stadium. He was being yelled at by the uh, security people, and I believe the police, that he had to take it off. At one point, he's sitting down and they're yelling. He, say, he said that they were yelling from above him. Like they're standing over him, yelling at him. You need to take it off. And he kept telling him, no, I'm not taking it off. Then one of his reporter friends was coming by and he goes, hey, can you tell? Oh, because they took Grant's uh, phone also. Because I guess they were looking through his pictures. Fucking weird. So he tells the other reporter, and then they stop that reporter from going into the stadium. And I think they held him for like 10 minutes, and then they finally let the other guy go. Then at some point, I believe somebody came over and apologized to Grant. I think, he, I think they held him for like 30 minutes from getting into the stadium, and then finally they came, oh, we're sorry. And then they changed their story from, you have to take it off to, well, we were just trying to help you out because you know, the, 
the people in there in the stadium, they like you can be attacked for wearing that. And I think to myself, none of that shit should happen. Like it's it's fucking stupid, you know? I always I always see I love soccer. I've played soccer, I've coached soccer. Um, you know, I just I love everything that the game has brought me and the friendships that I've created and the times that I've played. I have a lot of good memories. And I've always thought thought to myself that soccer is the best sport in the world. You know, I know people play baseball and football and this and that, and I know people like different sports. We're not all going to like or love the same sport. But I've always seen soccer as the best sport, the sport that brings everybody from around the world together. And then to see it, have this shit happen to it, where like, it's a competition, you know, country against country, and it's supposed to be fun and friendly and you know i know not everybody's going to be fun and friendly i know people are going to talk shit to each other and and fight uh because that's what fucking people do shit i've been to games where the same supporters for a team fight themselves because they're not fucking using their brain but my point is it just sucks to see so many oh then there was another reporter i think from argentina was she from argentina She's from one of the, she's from Latin America and she got, she got robbed. And then like, like shit like that. It's just, it's stupid. I don't, I don't know. Oh, and then Sep, Sep, I think his name is Sep Blatter, the old FIFA president. He came out and said that Qatar should have never been awarded, uh, the World Cup, and I thought, yeah, okay, we all know that dumb fuck, and a little too late to say it now, like, you should have said it when you were in charge, but he didn't, so that's my thought on the World Cup, um, big news, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, is leaving Manchester United, they mutually are parting ways, because I don't know if you guys heard his recent interview. I haven't heard the recent... I've heard snippets of the interview he did with Pierce Morgan. But, I mean, he wasn't complimentary, or he didn't say complimentary things about Manchester United. Um, so he's leaving, like, effective immediately. I think that broke, like, two days ago, or it was yesterday, something like that. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, but now it's where it is. Cristiano go. My hope is that he comes to MLS. That would be dope. Just because, I mean, he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And it would be nice to just be like, oh, let's go. You know, if, he, if he's playing in MLS and they come into town and they play the Chicago Fire, let's go watch a game. You know, I think that would be a, a hot ticket. I feel, you know, even if he were to play somewhere else, I can, you know, get on a plane and, hey, let's go, let's go watch some, uh, some soccer. Let's go watch Cristiano Ronaldo play. Me and Jonah can hop on a, on a, hop on a flight and 
We'll watch him. Because of what he said about Manchester United, a lot of, I feel, like a lot of these soccer correspondents, they're giving him shit and saying like he's tarnished his, his legacy. Not everybody, but I've heard that from a couple people. And I thought to myself, how's he tarnishing his legacy? Should he be saying these things about the club? Probably not. Could it be motivated because he's not a starter anymore? Maybe. Does it look bad for him? Yeah, it looks bad for him. But it doesn't take away that he won the Premier League with Manchester United. It doesn't take away that he won the Champions League with Manchester United. It doesn't take away that he won the FAA Cup with Manchester United. It doesn't take away, you know, the Ballon de Oro awards that he has won. It doesn't take away all his trophies that he won with Real Madrid individually and as a team. Um, it doesn't take away from his success with Portugal. It doesn't take away his success with Juventus. I mean, the guy, the guy is a fucking. One of the greatest soccer players to play the game. Just because you, he does things in his personal life or says things that you don't agree with, yeah, he shouldn't be doing it. Okay. But his soccer legacy is not tarnished. I think that's, that's, I think that's reaching. Will it be a problem with another team to bring him in? Maybe, maybe teams are looking at that shit right now. Like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to have him in here. You know, he could be a distraction. He could be, you know, this or that. That's, that's, that's for teams to make that decision. I don't think. This is, this is my opinion. If Cristiano doesn't play. In MLS, oh, Belgium just beat Canada 1-0, final. Um, if Cristiano doesn't play in the Premier League, maybe he goes back to Real Madrid to finish his career. But I feel as if Cristiano wants to go, go somewhere where he's going to be a starter, where he's going to play. And I have a strong feeling that if he comes over to MLS, he will definitely be a starter and he will definitely be playing. Um, so, I mean, I think after the World Cup is, is done, I think we'll hear some, uh, you know, breaking news and Cristiano might be coming to MLS. That's what, that's what I have my fingers crossed for. That's what I wanted to say about Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, oh, yeah, I talked about that. Oh, you know, when I'm at the airport, I like to sit where nobody else is sitting. I find a, a, a spot where nobody, that there's, there's nobody around that there's plenty of seating and I, I, I go to like a corner or 
I go right in the middle where nobody, where nobody is, nobody is. And the reason why I bring this up is because a couple days ago, I was in, maybe last week, I was in Denver. I was passing through Denver. And I sit down, you know, I, I find a gate, nobody's at. I look around, there's, you know, nobody around. And I even check the next flight that's going out. And I look and I go, okay, well, that one in three hours, about three hours, they'll be boarding. And then that one doesn't even have anything. So, okay, cool. I'll be fine right here. So I get my, I get into my little space. I sit down, I'm ready to eat. And this guy with his two kids and wife comes over and sits, like sits, it's me, an open seat, and then him. And then, mind you, I'm in uniform and I have to remind myself to not do things in uniform. But I look over at him. I'm ready. I'm ready to eat. I open my, my vegetable bowl. And I just look up and I, I, look, I look over at him. So let's say I'm, I'm facing this way. I look over. And I just go. And the guy looks at me and I go, I just shake my head. And then I look around and I go, yeah, there's not enough seats around here. Yeah, that makes sense. I have my earphone in this side. I take this, I took this out and I just like, I go, yeah, there's not enough space around here. Put my headphone back in. And I don't think I said it loud. I don't think I said it loud enough to where he heard me. He could have. But I said, why do people have to sit? I said something to the effect of, why do people sit close to me when I don't want to sit next to them? And then in my head, I'm just thinking like, I did this on purpose. I sat away from everybody. And then maybe two minutes later, <laughs> I see the guy, he's grabbing his stuff and I hear him go, oh, let's go sit over there. And I didn't hear, I didn't hear him. Did I, I think, yeah, he said, let's go sit over there. That's what caught my attention. Cause then I like looked up and I looked to my left and he started leaving. I just think to myself, like, why do people fucking do that? And then again in Denver, I believe it was on the same trip. It was the last leg home. And me and my crew were sitting away from everybody. Again, we're sitting away from everybody. And there's maybe seven seats because it's a bench but they have the little handles in between so my one crew member is sitting at the very end the other one is sitting in the like in the middle you know two seats open then she sits down then another two seats open and i sit at the at the edge at the at the end of one one side there's a pillar and i put my bag right there so nobody comes in because i don't want to sit next to anybody like this is our time to Try to get away from you guys and relax before we have to deal with you guys again. And this guy comes over behind us and he puts his foot up on the chair and he's like almost leaning right behind me. And, I and the reason why I, I know he that he's doing this is because I'm facing the window 
and it's at night so I can see his reflection. And I, I gave it about one or two minutes. Maybe he'll realize. Nope. So then I turn around and I look at him. And I just shake my head. And I went, oh, come on, man. And he looks down at me and he looks a little confused. So I turn around again. And then he's still like over me. And I turn, I turn around. And I said, hey, my man, you want to back up? Or you want to move over here or over there? I said, there's plenty of seats over there. And then he gives me a look like, I'm not going to do what you tell me. So then I turn around and I look at my crew members and I go, all of these seats and people have to come right where we are. Yeah, that makes sense. That time, that time I did it on purpose because I was super irritated. And I feel like he didn't do it immediately. He didn't leave immediately because I feel it was kind of like, you're not going to tell me what to do. But then he left. And then I just tell my crew, I go, I hate, I hate when people do that. When people are so unaware of their surroundings, it irritates the shit out of me. Because I think to myself, you're not, you're not the only one. You're not the only one in this space. Now, I understand that if the airport was full, that's a very different story. If seats were all taken and there was nowhere to sit, sit that, okay, I'm not going to complain because I know exactly what's going on. What irritates me is when, like I said, there's plenty of space, plenty of seats. You don't have to sit right next to me. You don't have to be right next to me. And people choose to come right next to you. That is people not being aware enough of their surroundings to go, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And it, it baffles me that people don't know how to be, that people don't know how to act in public. I mean, I've had this job for almost, what, I'm in my 11th year. Nothing surprises me, but I just think to myself, like, fuck, man. Like, a lot of these people just, they don't understand personal space. And they don't understand, like, oh, don't be picking your nose in the middle of the airport while everybody's watching you. Don't. File your nails while somebody's sitting right next to you. Don't be clipping your nails on the plane in the middle seat while the other two people look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? There should be, you should get to the airport an hour before. Like let's say your, your flight's at five, right? You get to the airport at two. And you have to go through an hour class of how to behave when you're, when you're traveling. Okay, and today, it's like, a, it's like a pre-show at a ride at Disneyland, right? They bring you into a room and they go, okay, for an hour, you're going to learn how to... This, these are the things we do and we don't do. And then you're able to get on the flight. And then if you do stupid shit, you're, you're fined. Somebody finds you, like you are clipping your nails right over there. That's a $50 fine. Uh, stop being stupid. That's what I, that's what I feel should happen. Might be a little too extreme, but that's, that's what I feel. Um, yeah. Oh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving guys. Happy Thanksgiving. 
I'm going to record another episode and maybe I'll get in depth into what or what I'm thankful for. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I will do that. Uh, but in the meantime, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next week and happy Thanksgiving.